2: You know, the future man, you know. it is. This is a talisman. And you're
3: listening to Reg Up Yourself podcast with the future man.
2: Play high some good, good, good reggae music. Welcome back to another episode of the Reggae Up Yourself podcast with me, your host, the Future Man. And you know, we only bring legend and super talented people to the table every week. And this week, we got no other than Talisman. Talisman, how you doing? Yeah, yeah cool, big man. up. Cool, yeah, man. give thanks and praise. Yeah, man, welcome. You know what? The first thing I'm gonna do is get you guys to um, introduce yourself because we have two members of the band today. So um, I'll let you introduce yourself. Well, Iman is Devon Otieno, uh, lead singer and rhythm guitarist. All right, and I'm Denison, bass player. The bassy, <laughs> yeah, man. So Talisman is a very big and well-known band, not only in the city of Bristol but around the world. I see you guys doing a lot of great things. How long has Talisman been Talisman been around for? Well, Talisman started back in um, 1977. Wow.
3: <laughs> Yes, 1977 was, was the day it, that it was born really and, um, and we went for a few years and then as, as the way of all bands, or yeah. some bands anyway, yeah. um, we go through a phase and we do good things and then true to disillusionment or difficulties in, in person or whatever, the band just faded off. Okay. Yes. So we we had um, everybody wear them individual wear and do them own thing. For me myself, I, I I had a solo career for about five years. Yeah. Um, other people did um, form bands, and you know, my brother Dennison Denison will tell you what he did. Yes. Um, and with we, we, the band went on until I think it was 2011. Yeah. 2011, when a um, brother called um, Mike Darby, yeah, who was doing a, a project to um, put together all of the Bristol music, yeah, through the 70s um, up to the 80s and probably a little bit of the 90s as well. So um, obviously we had to be included in that. Yeah, uh, he did like the band anyway, so he called me and he said, "This is what he's doing." Um, would we be would we be involved and we said yes and um, when he finished the project he said to us why don't you do a show to um, to launch a project and we said yeah alright and we do that first show yeah. and that was our back on the road show Okay. that was after that was after 25 years
2: so it was first show after 25, 25 years, years. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Yeah. well what was the mood like you know putting the old band was there, was every member from the original band in that first show
4: yeah he, apart from one
2: okay. Apart from the drummer yeah i um, had
4: him he, he came he came to a rehearsal oh well, he, he came, came to, to he, one rehearsal. he came to one rehearsal yeah. but he didn't yeah. he
3: didn't do the show he okay I, I don't know. I don't know now why it is he decided that he didn't want to do the show. Yeah. Um, but that's the way it went, and um, here we are now, 2017. You know? <laughs> Still but going that, a, that was a very quick, you know, record yeah. of, of what happened to the talisman. In in between, there's lots to talk
2: about. So yeah. So um, how many members are there? There's two core members. There's just me and and and, and Devon, original members from the beginning. Just
4: the two of we right now. Okay, and we're about two years ago we recruited a, a young um, uh, lead guitarist. Okay, so he's like uh, just soaking in to be to be a member. Yeah, but it's just the two of we still okay still, still. still
2: beating it from you 1977 know? till now you know from 1977 till 2017 mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that was before I was born yeah I didn't, I just didn't come and hurt until 1980 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so I mean great respect for that man you know what I mean to be going for so long well man, I you know think what mean? that's what the music yeah. is about it's not just a passion or desire
4: it's, it's, especially with the, the young people today, you know, yeah. they pick up and let go. Yeah. If you have the passion, when they get to our age, if they're still doing it, then good luck to them. So, yeah. Some some people might make a bag of money. We don't make the bag of money yeah. yet, but at least we still have the passion. Yeah, some yeah. people in Bristol better players than me, yeah. you know, but they let it go. Yeah. Long, long time. So, you know, it's, it's going to be something why we keep on pursuing this 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 thing you know because it's it's more than just to make a money I think with I think with
3: with some musicians anyway um music is a calling and it might sound like a bit of a cliche to say that right yes but with with any kind of vocation you you get people who they do it because they can or because they get drafted into it and then there's the other set of people now is just that for them yes yes when win or lose is just that for them. And yes. I think I think you could apply that to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because from nineteen seventy seven till now we're now making the money. There must be some other
2: reason why they still, still doing drive yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah
2: I think it's um you know? it's a love for what you do as well, isn't it?
4: Yeah, yes. yeah. You can also see maybe maybe back in the African days where you used to have your dancers, your storyteller, your musician. Yeah. So maybe could that be a part of our Legend, in yes. you know, where we're just following, just to tell a story. I remember back in the Caribbean, once, once uh, bedtime, nine o'clock was bedtime, so we go to the standpipe, wash your feet, yes, uh, and get ready for bed. There was always one little youth for maybe one hour used to tell a story. Where yeah. you get them kind of story from? I don't know, <laughs>
2: yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah.
4: nine, ten, twelve, we used to sit down and just listen to this youth. Yeah. So maybe storytelling. Yeah. Music, poetry, all them kind of things—it's in our DNA.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, true. so
4: maybe that's why we pursue that. True, true. You know, true. so you know, it's, it's
2: just, it's just, yeah, just looking into it that way. So, um, I know, I, I the first time I saw you guys play was in um, Newport. Yeah, yeah hmm yeah and you know I mean the energy was heavy the crowd was bouncing and I was like whoa yeah. these guys are heavy because I've heard about you for a mm-hmm. long time but never actually seen you play perform live I've heard lots of your songs mm-hmm. and stuff but mm-hmm. never really seen you before and the energy was heavy so that's also also um, show why you guys been going so long as well it's about the quality of the music that you are providing mm-hmm. people with as well because obviously there was loads of people bouncing around and a lot of these people was at my age which mean you've been this band been together before yes, <laughs> me and a lot of the crowd yes. was born so, real, real. so it's show real quality you know, really now yeah. So, <laughs> so, so you know what I mean exactly
3: yeah.
2: you know so well uh, so you guys have been in the UK for a long time were you born in Jamaica or the UK well I
3: I from Jamaica yeah um, and I, I my parents came here in the 50s like with a lot of other during that phase we call it yeah. the wind rush the <laughs> wind rush phase you know yes um and they sent for me after a few years i came over when i was 12 years old okay you know um went through the the english schooling system and um Went through the went through the job market, yeah. Um, until I end up getting the call for music and yep, joining it. Never look back. <laughs> the band and, you know, <laughs> Never look back as the yeah.
2: saying goes. Yeah. So have you got, have you got any um, memories of being a youth in Jamaica? Like where exactly Jamaica was? It? Well, I hail from um, East. East Kingston. Okay.
3: Although, although I was born in Yalas okay, which is a Saint Thomas man, you know. Okay. I uh, where man them come from. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that, that's that's where yeah. my people come from, Saint Thomas. But yeah. I grew up in in Kingston. Okay. Because, um, I think you will know the story as well. At the time when when our parents were emigrating to the UK and America and Canada and place, yes. some of them, um were able to take children with them but others they had to leave behind with granny and yeah. auntie and so on and so on. Yes. So I I, I was one of those that got left behind with, with grandmother. Okay. Um and so when it was my time to come, it was about nineteen sixty nine that I actually come to England. Yeah. And go through the schooling system.
2: Oh wow, that's a long time, man. So it's yes. a different world today than what yes. it was back in those you days. Want I'm to sure know. you are not. <laughs> uh, but the, the thing is, they have a saying,
3: right? That after about seven or eight, you you've already gathered the things that's gonna make you the man that you're gonna be. Yeah. Right. So when I arrive in in the UK in um, at 12 years old, yes. Although it's still a young age, yes all the things that was gonna make me the person I am was already gone into me from Jamaica. Sure. You know, so I, I brought that with me. Because yes. in the intervening period now from, from say from, from twelve years old up to thirty and going on to fifty and now I'm in my sixties. Wow. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't realise that. <laughs> um
3: yeah. yes, it's, it's a bit of a bit of a thing to say that out loud still. Yeah I didn't realise that if you wow. didn't say that I wouldn't
2: put yeah. you quite yeah. there yet yeah. wow. you yeah.
3: know, just a little anecdote. One day one day I was working in a factory, a, a laundry road yeah. by St Warburg's in local area. Yes. And I was working alongside an Asian man. Yes. And you know you get talking and they want to know where you come from, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he ask me, I asked him, I said, I come from Jamaica. He said, how long you been here now? And I calculated, I calculator, I said, 30 years. Yes. The man said to me, "He's not a Jamaican anymore. <laughs> and, and I was vexed yeah the initial reaction was vexed me said no you can't say anything he's a Jamaican brother yes but you see the night when I went home yeah and I sit down and I re go back and look at what he said and just the whole context and open it out and look at it yes in a sense yeah right in one sense he's right yeah because after you spend a certain amount of time away from your culture yeah right and you you spend that time in a different culture especially if you come in from a young age and 12 is twelve is still kinda young you're still hoping to to be influenced that's true yeah you you eat the food you have pressure from inside your house from your parents to speak English yeah you have pressure from outside to speak English because you have to be understood you have pressure from the school because you have to be on all the way around yes so gradually you do lose some things. That's you true, know? yeah, Yes, yeah. you I, do lose some things. And um, I think the accent is the first thing to go. Because <laughs> if you're being pressured to speak proper English, yes. then the, the accent is the first thing to go. And then, you know, you start to eat their foods, you, you get involved with the, with the climate. yeah, And eventually, if you don't mind sharp, you, you forget do, where you, forget who you are <laughs> yeah, in, in, in that sense you'll always yeah. be a black man yeah and you know say you come from jamaica yes but in terms of what he was trying to say to me yes that i wasn't a jamaican anymore yes. yeah so <laughs> it's, it's very tricky you have to be careful you know
2: yeah that's true i get, I get that too you know what i mean like um people said to me sometimes it's only when i'm singing that i actually sound jamaican ah, <laughs> the accent, come on. Yes, so i can yes, um, true, yeah. i can understand yeah. that
1: Plus, every single Borough order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at borough.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at borough.com slash ACAST.
2: Yeah, so um, where, where in Jamaica are you from then? Uh? Well, I was born in Aruba, so that doesn't make Aruba! <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, I apologize. <laughs> uh, yeah, born yeah. in
4: Aruba, live in Trinidad and Dominica, and I came here when I was... um ten and a half but the funny thing was now I used to hear about Jamaica when I was in Dominica so I was only there for about maybe four or five years so I was wondering how come my parents know about Jamaica So okay it's part of the Caribbean but we used to hear that once you higher education Mm -hmm. was in Jamaica so once you got gone to the school system you got a scholarship to go to Jamaica or Canada for further education so yes. yeah Jamaica was the that, that was the first time I heard Jamaica round about 1959 something like that yeah? yes so what well, we came here by a ocean liner in 63 we set off from Dominica to come to, to England on the way stopping in different different places like Portugal my dear uh, um, we ended up in Jamaica so yeah. the next thing the boat dock and <laughs> we're three miles out and man row us yeah. So this so I put foot on Jamaican soil and I walked straight up. Yes. Maybe about two, three miles, got to this big gnarly tree. Somebody said it was Middle of Kingston.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And as a ten year old, I said to myself, I'm gonna come back here one day. Yeah. You know? I saw some man with their hair knot up, yeah, with some long gone, said to my mother, Who is this? She said, Don't point. She said, There's Rastam. I'm thinking, oh, oh, Oh my mother know about rats. <laughs> you know. So I just saw that seed in my head that I was gonna be back there. Yes. When we went back in eighty seven. What with Simba them? Yeah, when we went back to we yeah, went to yeah, Jamaica to, it to it, do our first six, one of our albums in Jamaica, yes. the top musician, ended up at that same gnarly tree. So my mind from yes. I saw that seed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So everything, all my brethren, all my friends then yes. in Jamaica from school, I yes. had a second mother. She yeah. used to treat me like her, like her son, yes. Anderson, Mr. yes. and Mrs. Anderson, Mr. Mrs. Anderson, from from in, from from St. Paul's, and yeah, yes.
2: so so I can eat up all my friends then, yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the yeah. story. So all oh, oh, like, how many albums have you guys done this far? Well, um, we've done
3: three albums. Yeah, well, no, let let let, let me let me go back. Let me go back. Yes. Back in the day, in the first conception, we did two albums. Yeah. Um, the first one was called Taking the Strain. Yeah. The second was called Jam Rock. Okay. And in um, in between that, there were two singles, um, Dual Age and Run Come Girl. Yeah. Then after after the after the um, the, the the breakup. You want to call it that? Yes. Um. We came back, and then, technically speaking, a live album, our
2: studio album. Yes. That we did was called Isurrection. 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 Do you want to just say something about where that name come from and why the album is called that? Um. The
3: the thinking behind it at that time was um because because we were always um what you'd call rebel writers, yes you know and um the 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 most of our songs are, are called are message songs there's a yes. message in the music as you know as we yes. have goose reggae message in the music yes um and at that particular time, the songs that were going down on the album um I envisage as a kind of rebellion we're back here and the the it's a play on the word insurrection right? okay insurrection is um what they crucified jesus christ for because they couldn't crucify him crucify him for anything else they brought the charge of insurre- insurrection he was stirring up the people yeah you know telling them to rebel blah 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 getting them to fight down the, the the oppressors of the day yeah so I saw that as the same thing that talisman was doing now yeah but I didn't want to put it as insurrection yeah so because of my Rasta leanings then you know because yeah. I, I pick up Rasta along the way yeah. in terms of exploration and finding myself yeah and you know as far as Rasta is concerned The I word is the one that carried the thing. So I just take the N out of it, put a little dash, and and call it I-surrection.
2: Alright, good good one. I think that was very thoughtful. That's quite clever. Yeah, yeah. I'm with with that. So so that's how that
3: name came about. Yeah. And then um, we went on from there. That was
4: 2015.
3: Uh Yeah. 2015. Yeah. And then our latest... Two thousand and seventeen January yes, we release an album called don't play with fire okay, uh, which is as I say, is only a few weeks old now on the yeah. street and yeah. you know we have a single from it called religion and that's doing the rounds it's getting some nice airplay
2: i've seen that single it's really good actually the video there's a yeah, video you for seen it. Yes. I've seen it, there it. was it's a re- single there was yeah. a video on um reggaeville reggaeville, reggaeville right. yes. yeah i saw that on mm-hmm. reggaeville that's really that's done really well in reggaeville mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's
3: really yeah. good yeah yes, he yeah, had, had quite a few hits Those yeah most hits we've ever had yeah, from,
0: from, yeah, yeah. from <laughs> one of our records yeah it
2: is it is been very very mike jenkins is the one who put the put the video together oh yeah mike yeah. 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 Jenkins is Mm -hmm. yeah, it's very good. Um, Eight Cents Media. Yes, that's yeah, yeah. It's very popular, very mm -hmm. good video, Mm -hmm. man. You know, yeah. Um, What is one of the most memorable moment? I'm going to ask the same question to both of you. What's one of the most memorable moment for you being on tour? (laughs) Um.
3: Well, for me, yeah, a memorable memorable moment is it wasn't particularly a pleasant one. Okay, right um, we were in Netherlands mm-hmm. yeah, we're in the Netherlands yeah and um, Myself and 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 the then keyboard player got into a scuffle yeah, right I don't remember what it was about <laughs> no but you know in them kind of young ages there anything can blow up and kick off so yes, we got yeah. into a scuffle and um, he was a tall brother, yeah. when when the two of us stand up my 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 head just catched to him chin yeah right so that's how tall he was and we gone into a scuffle and grow up one another and we start and we start and during the argument it looked like he was dying down and I was kinda like finished so I said to him well, just let me go and make, make me go on my way. Yes. And he, I don't know, maybe he, he was afraid that something was going to happen. Yes. But he wouldn't let me go. And I, I asked him two, three times, let me go, let me go. And he yeah. wouldn't let me go. Yeah. So with that, I take my head, meaning to book him in his, his forehead. The head
2: him in his forehead, yeah. Yes, but <laughs> yeah.
3: because of the difference in the height. Yeah my head go in a mouth,
2: Oh. right i'm yeah.
3: my buck out i'm two i'm fronted teeth Mm-mm. <laughs> and yeah you know it 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 finished there after a little more scuffle yeah but then the the, the thing about it that i always remember yeah. was that we went to dinner afterwards you know every, yeah. uh, all the band went to eat food yeah and we was there food share out and everything and we um, was eating and I noticed that he wasn't eating Yeah. and he, he the reason was he couldn't eat because he did lose he the two teeth in the yeah. front and it was difficult for him to eat yeah. I, I always carry that with me Yeah. you know it it's is something that's in the heat of the moment Yeah. and I didn't really go for him to eat. it was in yeah. his head because it was a head but I was supposed to give him <laughs> yeah, yeah because, yeah. because of the difference in the height it yeah. went into his mouth and, yeah, for a couple of days, it, it was sad to see him not being able to enjoy his food and yeah. like that. So I, I did, I did kind of. Regret it's the kind of
2: thing speech. that will stay with yeah, you for a long yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, moment. All right, I mean, I'm sure you was thinking about yours as <laughs> while we was listening to that. It was, so it just reminded me back in the day, uh, there used to be the the,
4: the my inspiration for playing music come from a brother called Ronald Green. Yes. Ronald Green, Them. Um, there used to be a whole heap of bands, maybe about three, four bands in St. Paul's. Yes. Late 60s, early 70s. And as a, as a youth, you could only stand outside. Yes. And, and listen to them. So, hearing man playing music, and that, obviously you want to be, you want to do that. So this yeah. brother, Ronald Green, Yeah. Uh, was after my sister. Yeah. So, <laughs> Ronald, Ronald used to come home with his guitar case, maybe after rehearsal. Yeah. Come after my sister. Yeah. Put down the guitar case. Show my brother some little licks yeah. on, on on the on the guitar, which my brother couldn't get. Oh, yes. Okay, he found it a bit difficult to get. Yes. So when the Bamboo Club was open on the night, Ronald used to leave his guitar. Yeah. Um, and go to the Bamboo Club. Yeah. Come late night, I used to go downstairs, pick up the guitar, yeah. and find myself playing the licks that my brother couldn't yeah. get, and then put it back, put it back nicely, yeah. so they couldn't get. So that was a, a fun memory because if it wasn't for people like Ronald Green, who was then was in a band called the Lurks, yeah. they used to do the old circuit back in the day, like Italy, um, München or Munich, yeah. Israel, all of the places. So yeah so that for me i got another one was playing with the rolling stones you was uh, playing the rolling, the rolling stones oh, wow. uh, bristol city football ground around about 80 81 that's massive like that. yeah man and that was for, our me, biggest, our for biggest me it was like a yeah. big stage the stage was like the size of a football ground because usually <laughs> we're on liquor like stages yeah yeah and yeah. so the next day they have this enormous stage so I asked the man can we can we stand anywhere and say yeah so we I mean, just spread out you know just yeah. out. the stage was like a mile long so and they were so grateful yeah they were so grateful to us signing autographs because we brought the woman and them and the children yeah and sign autograph so that was that was a pleasant moment what
2: yeah. was the, what was the feeling like you no know, when you was told that you will be supporting the Rolling Stones what was the feeling like at that moment well, when they couldn't told believe you that because I think it was Black Roots Black Roots turned down the offer Yeah, that's
4: what I heard. Black roots turned down the offer, and we pick up the offer. So again, it was uh, because of somebody else's uh, misfortune. But still, we we pick up, we pick up, (laughs) and we'll never forget that because people. People, our age, white people who saw. Yeah. You know, especially when we come back on the road five yeah. years ago, people say, Oh, I saw you at saw you at Ashton Gate um, with with the Rolling Stones. So yeah, that was that was huge. That's
2: that's something major that yeah, for like
3: it was it was a one and only stadium gig ever. Yeah. From the time we we, we put put the band together till now. Yeah. How much people at Bristol City Football Stadium hold? Thousands! Twenty odd thousand,
1: full! Yeah, that's right? Our biggest that's
3: audience, you know? <laughs> and to this day, I think that that is our claim to fame yes that we supported, supported the rolling, rolling stones, mm, stones mm. at bristol city football stadium well know? it doesn't get much
2: bigger than that <laughs> unless you're rolling stone <laughs>
3: themselves <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs>
3: yeah if, any, if anyone wants to check out our, our, um, our touring schedule yes the the web page is talismanreggae one word talismanreggae.com that will take you to the web page and then from there you can pick up the Facebook page.
2: Okay, so you on Facebook, Twitter?
3: Um, we're, also, yes, we're also on Twitter. We're not on Instagram yet.
2: Not yet, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know what, um, thank you guys so much for, you know what I mean, to giving up your busy, busy schedule to um, give us an interview. It's been a real pleasure, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's uh-huh. a real pleasure, and hopefully we can catch up again sometime in the future again, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, see man. What well, you guys future, are. future man, we're bound to. You know? <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks again for listening to the Reggae Up Yourself podcast with me, your host, The Futureman. We'll see you again soon. And do remember, there's a brand new podcast out every Monday, yes? So stay tuned, subscribe, and download, and rate us. It's all for free with the best of the best in the business, Reggae Up Yourself.